by you. My name is Tamashina Hawkin, and this is a true story from high school called Carmelina and Me. My first day at Mary MacKillop Catholic College was the best and worst of my life. Not two minutes after, I walked through the high gates for the first time, surrounded by strangers in crisp pink shirts and plait pattern skirts. A girl named Pamela Fernandez, the hottest and most popular girl in our year, threw a clump of mud at my face and yelled, Eat shit, hippo! The mud hit like a wet slap and I froze. Suddenly, a hundred strangers were staring at me as mud dripped down onto my shirt. Pamela and her Barbie doll sidekick, Holly, stood there cackling at me. I knew I was about to explode into tears in front of everyone when I heard the most beautiful, the strongest and most powerful voice I'd ever heard in my life. It came from a skinny girl with big, brown eyes and toffee-coloured skin. I can still remember the intensity in her voice which echoed like a warrior call. I couldn't believe that sound was coming from such a small thing. She charged out at Pamela and Holly, yelling, Leave her alone, you skank! Her wavy auburn hair flew out in all directions in the bright morning light and she shoved Pamela away before the teachers came and broke everything up. What shocked me all the more was her physical strength. If the teachers hadn't come in time, she would have punched Pamela out. We ran off too across the quad and when we stopped to catch our breath behind the English block, she told me her name was Carmelina. Are you okay, cutie? She asked, pinching my flushed cheek. Her round brown eyes lit up and her lips gave way to a perfect smile. I have no idea what it was that made her look at me that way or why she saved me that morning, but the moment has kept us close ever since. Today, we are going to the Collaroy Centre in the Northern Beaches for our Year 12 retreat. The teachers hope the trip will give us some time to contemplate our future lives. I don't know what the future will bring. I'm just excited about right now. All I want to do is hang with the girls at the beach. Carmelina and I chat to Demetria and Sophie as we wait with the others to get onto the bus. It is a blue day. I'm not sure where the ocean ends and the sky begins. I look around at the beachside homes glistening along the white sand and wonder if those inside know how lucky they are to live in front of the water. I spread my towel on the beach and sit down. As I nestle into place, I feel the towel vanish under my big frame. It is an effort to shuffle my body into a comfortable position. I try to move without as much fuss as possible as I don't want to draw any attention to my chunk moving about. Carmelina parks the towel nearby and pulls her top and shorts off and shines in a hot pink bikini. Her boobs sit firmly, like she has breast implants, not too big, not too small, and a stomach flat and smooth with a beauty spot just above her belly button. I check out Carmelina's figure and gaze at her with starry eyes. I'm going in, she says, and gallops towards the water like a pony. I wish I could enjoy the water too. I imagine cold salts smashing through me and withering away my rolls, but I wouldn't be seen dead in a cosy. I told my friends that I'd forgotten it. 
I wear a baggy orange t-shirt and three-quarter black tights instead. I close my eyes and feel the warmth of the sun on my face. I imagine myself 20 kilos lighter wearing a red bikini prancing around in the water. Suddenly, Kim Kardashian creeps into my thoughts. I can't believe the celebrity with the most famous body is Armenian like me. I imagine having a figure like hers with curves in all the right places. Over and over the image plays through my mind and then I'm knocked out like I have narcolepsy. I wake up to find Carmelina kneeling beside me with a towel wrapped around her shoulders. Come on, we're heading back, she says. When we get to our room, I pull on grey tracksuit pants and a black t-shirt, then sit on the bed, waiting for Carmelina to get ready. We make our way to the dining hall. I'm hungry and looking forward to lunch. As soon as we get to the hall, everyone stops talking. There's a few murmurs and whispered giggles. It feels like every person in the place is gawking at me. I suddenly have a sick feeling in the pit of my stomach like someone has punched me in the guts. Hey, is something going on, I ask? Demetria lowers her eyes. I'm sorry, she says, her voice low. She hands her phone over. On the screen is a picture of me sleeping on the beach. My dishevelled hair is covering the side of my face and my double chin is pushed against my neck. I have one hand over my upper roll of stomach fat while my lower roll of fat hangs loose and exposed. Then I read the caption underneath which says, Beached whale needs attention. I gasp. A strange feeling comes over me. It's as if someone has poured boiling water over my body. I look around at all the students watching me and the room suddenly feels small like it's closing in. I know only Pamela could do something as low as this. She is still the same bully who threw that clump of mud in my face back in year seven and who also yelled, run Heffalump, run, during a relay race at our school athletics carnival. I walk casually over to where Pamela is sitting. I reach over, grab her by the throat and wrap my meaty hands around her skeletal neck. It's like thorns digging into my palm. Why, I scream, why? Pamela's face turns to Beatrice and her eyes begin bulging out of their sockets. She tries to cut me loose by slapping at my arm, but it's no use. Immediately, her bestie Holly stands up and begins yelling. Let go of her, you crazy beast! She gets right up into my face, pushing and scratching at me. Carmelina sprints up and pushes Holly. Suddenly, our Year 12 coordinator, Mr. McNay, moves in and stands up with his back and neck firm so that he towers above us. He yells as loud as possible, Let go of her now! All the students gather around, watching on dumbfounded like ventriloquist dummies. I start shaking Pamela like a ragdoll. Her olive skin begins turning into a Cadbury top deck. That's when I realise I'm yanking the life out of her, so I let go. What's your problem, Pamela? I yell as she stands there huffing and puffing. You are, look at you, you fat loser, screams Pamela. All at once, the room goes dead silent. I can feel everyone staring at me. My stomach and throat begin to heave. I turn right there while they all wait to see what's coming next, and I run, smashing through them and two teachers. My legs push as fast as they can toward a toilet. I was called a whale, but I run like an elephant. I'm about to spew my guts out and I'm not going to let that happen in front of Pamela. I shove open the door and spew into the tiny camp bathroom sink. Water from the faucet runs down my face. I look up and see my eyes are red and my full cheeks are covered in web-shaped blotches. 
the water keeps running and over my shoulder the door swings open. Carmelina walks in. Tears fill her goo-goo eyes and spill down her cheeks, but at the sight of her, I am beginning already to smile as if nothing else in the world matters. We both step toward each other, and I love her even more. True Stories is an SBS online production. Carmelina and Me, written and read by Tamar Shanahawkian. Music and sound by James Cecil. Executive producer Kylie Bolton. Producer Megan Gibbon. Illustrator Stella Luna. True Stories. Stories told by you.